my pain. It's like I always say, feeling very humble, feeling very blessed right now. But my favorite thing about this life. My name is Levi Bentley. I'm from Toronto, Ontario. I'm an artist as well as a visual content creator. I make videos on YouTube, mm -hmm. music, you know, into fashion, food, fashion travel, food. lifestyle. Good stuff. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't really like to, to categorize myself, you know? Uh, so you grew up in a very creative family with your dad being a real renowned chef. And I guess, I think it, uh, your mom did a lot of interior design for the restaurants. Mm -hmm. um, Along um, with her partner, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. How did, uh, oh, seeing this growing up, like how did their, their creative pursuits, how did this influence you as a child and I guess now too? You know, it's funny when I've had people ask me that question before, but growing up, I never considered myself to be a creative person at all. No. no. I was, I was an athlete growing up. So all I knew was pretty much just playing sports. So I was never really forced to, or I was never really given opportunities to try to, you know, whether it was make music or create videos or anything like that, I was never really that creative. I never thought I was anyways. Mm -hmm. um, but obviously, you know, naturally being around parents who are both extremely creative and um, that's, you know, how they make a living, obviously they're going to rub off on you in certain ways, you know, whether it's just through you observing things and not even realizing while you're absorbing it. Um, but I don't really... I don't know, it just sort of just kind of happened, you know? Um, so uh, professionally, I mean, you started off working in the restaurant industry, helping out with, you know, managing your family's different restaurants. Mm -hmm. um, is there any lessons or things that you've learned from kind of that role on the management side that you kind of apply to your life today, working with music and, and YouTube and all that kind of stuff? I say this to my, my friends all the time, where like, if it wasn't for me working in the restaurant business and if it wasn't for me being given so much responsibility at such a young age, because I fully managed and looked after, you know, multiple restaurants um, at a young age, you know, I was kind of just thrown in there. No one really, I was, people sort of prepared me for it, but I kind of was just at one point when our general manager just like decided to quit one day, my dad was kind of just like, here's the keys, like, you know, go figure it out. Um, so, you know, being at a young age where I was forced to learn how to work with people, especially, you know, people that were a lot older than me, I had to mature at like a really young age and like basically figure it out. You know, I look at the music business or like even anything that I'm doing right now with YouTube, like it's no mm -hmm. different, you know, mm -hmm. you still have people that are working with you, working for you, um, things that need to get done. So, you know, so much of the restaurant mentality that I've been taught over the years of working for my father, I've completely taken that, put it into like what I'm doing right now. You know, whether it's through creating videos, making music, um, at the end of the day, you know, my mom is the one who actually told me this, but you know, the creativity aspect of what I'm doing right now really is only about 10% of it. The 90%, you know, my, my mom and dad actually both say that, um, comes down to like, you know, doing shit that's not necessarily fun, stuff mm. that you just got to get done, stuff. you know what I mean? Like tasks, boring shit, like stuff, annoying stuff. And uh, that's that's the majority of it, you know, when trying to succeed with what I'm doing. And if it wasn't for the restaurant stuff and learning how to be efficient with my time, manage people, um, how to be professional and stuff that and stuff like that, then I don't think that the growth that I've made you know, in such a short period of time would have happened if it mm. wasn't for the restaurant business or yeah. the business background that I was taught from right. a younger age, you know? Um, so after working for so long in the, in the manage, in You'll take pics, dog. <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> what spurred you to kind of move away from, I guess, managing the restaurants into YouTube creation and Yo, it was music. so random. Like, basically, 
what happened was, uh, well, I was running Frings at the time, yeah. and um, I remember Jet and well, my younger brothers Jet and Kai decided, hey, we should just start a YouTube channel. And like at the time, I had no idea even anything about YouTube. I didn't know what a vlog was. I didn't know anything about like the whole YouTube culture or anything. And so my brother just picked up a camera and just started vlogging his day. And um, people started to eat it up and like wanting to watch this stuff. And it started to sort of pick up really quickly. And I was sort of just like, I might as well just like try it. Like, mm-hmm. It looks kind of fun. You know what I mean? So I just, li- I had no idea what a vlog was. I literally just went and bought a camera, point and shoot, picked it up started walking around and just talking shit into the camera just as I was like carrying on throughout my day whether it was in the restaurant or whether it's hanging out with friends and it just sort of caught on and then slowly things kind of just like transformed into me having a YouTube platform where I actually had like a good amount of people watching it none of it was planned it Mm -hmm. literally just kind of all happened organically and I think that's why I guess people sort of continue to support me because it's not like anything I'm doing I think none of it really feels forced it's kind mm, of just, just like natural. you're just kind of following me for me you know yeah, yeah. If so that I answers your question no it, it does, does yeah it, does. it answers like a couple of them so yeah. I was this kid so putting yourself like on YouTube and obviously it's like you're making your life like public was there like an adjustment period that was it like uncomfortable for you at first yeah, or for sure I think like I think for anyone anyone who puts themselves out there whether it's you know on YouTube Instagram or any other form of platform it's always scary in the beginning yeah. you know you're not getting paid to do this shit when you That's first start scary. you know you're literally just putting yourself out there you know opening yourself up for criticism you know obviously it's scary in the beginning and you know even even now like it's still you still obviously get in your head a little bit and this industry is is very difficult because it's been weird you know like working in a restaurant for I worked there, I worked with my family for almost like nine years and, Mm. you know, getting up and going to work every day where you're forced to interact with people and you're forced to, you know, be around new faces every single day versus now my life has sort of transformed into like kind of heavy isolation in a lot of ways, you know, all my stuff, whether it's through editing, um, creating music or anything like that is pretty much predominantly just me being at home, like by myself. You know, so I don't really interact with people as much as I used to. So it's one of those things where it's like once you kind of dive into it and you kind of say this is what I'm doing, yeah. can't really turn back. Yeah. You know, like and I feel like I've sort of hit that point now where it's like, you know, I'm doing this. You know, yeah, I can't really turn back. It's of course it's scary. I mean, like at the end of the day, like you're just putting yourself out there, like I said, for opening yourself up to criticism. But I mean, at the end of the day, if you believe in yourself confident in yourself, confident in your ability, good people around you, good friends, good family, everyone's supportive. I mean, it's only up from here, right? Yeah, exactly. So getting into your, okay, start getting into music now. Um, Growing up, was was music something that you were interested in, like not just listening, but also making it? Or is it something that you just decided to do as your YouTube channel was growing? Honestly, if you would have even said to me a year ago, like you're gonna make music, I probably would have just laughed at you. No aspirations to being an artist, no, I used to just like free freestyle with my boy in the mm-hmm. car. So my friend Zach and I would just put on like YouTube beats and we'd just be in the car and we'd just like freestyle together and stuff. It was obviously just a joke. And then finally one day he was just like, yo, like you actually sound good. Like I'm booking studio time. And I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah. With a mic and spitting while like someone just sits there and like listens to me. Like obviously yeah. like mm-hmm. I was nervous, of you course, know, like yeah. it's just the thought of like going to try to record in a booth. Like 
even you, Nitz, like when you come to my house, like it's nervous, like you're feeling nervous just like yeah. recording, you know? Yeah. But I went in the first day and like, I said some shit, I don't know, it was like, it was terrible, obviously. <laughs> and I remember hearing myself back for the first time and I was just like, kind of just like interested, mm. you know? I, I wasn't like- There's uh, something there. There was mm. just something there. I was yeah. like, oh, that, that's kind of cool, you yeah. know? Like even though it was shit, obviously. Right, right, like, right. That's, that's, it's, you know, I'm, I'm like intrigued, you know? Yeah. So then I went home and um, I'd sit at home on my off days or after work or before work and I would just try to learn how to just write music. Okay. Obviously everything in the beginning, trash. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's okay. Um, though. It's okay. And then yeah, it kind of somewhere. just slowly transpired into like becoming something that I was really passionate about. Mm -hmm. And um, I ended up connecting with an engineer. His name's Dot. Um, okay. He um, works with like Anders and stuff like that. Kind of just naturally... He literally is like in my area too. We literally just connected oh. randomly. And so I would book studio sessions with him and, you know, he'd fit me in every once in a while here and there. And I'd go there and I'd be like super excited to try to like record what I, what I, you know, wrote and stuff like that. And I'd record it and I'd think it was so fire. And then obviously like the next day I'd listen to it and I'd be like, wow, this is trash, you know? So I just kept at it, you know, it was just one of those things that I, I saw the improvement as I continued to just keep pushing mm -hmm. and uh, kind of just led me to, you know, where I am now, okay. not really overthinking it, kind of just like, yeah, just happened, you know, yeah. like the yeah. EP, like EP. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> no, fast though. Yeah, like, perfect title. Yeah. When it comes to music and, and, you know, for myself, I know like the, the biggest battle is always my own mm. mental self being, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I'm always like overthinking shit or like stressing or like, but the best music for me, I find, is always created when I'm just like, you're not, you're not. I don't thinking. think, you yeah. know, it just happens. So, mm -hmm. so I'm guessing that's right there is the meaning behind your EP when you created it. Then, yeah, because it was just like there were so many days where I'd go into that studio and I would have something ready to record that I had like already pre-recorded back home because like I'll usually do my references and stuff back home and then I'll okay. go to a studio maybe try to like re-record it. Yeah, and. Um, I would go there and I would just like, I couldn't get it. Like I would hear it in my head, but I wouldn't be able to put it out. get it exactly how I hear it in my head. And then Dot would always be like, yo, stop fucking thinking, stop mm. overthinking. And then literally he was just in the, we were in the studio. And I was just like, I don't even know what I'm gonna call this EP. He's just like, yo, just don't overthink it. Like he was telling me, don't overthink it. Like don't mm. overthink the name. And I was just like, we just call it that. Yeah. I guess we could take it from like your first, uh, the first single I guess you dropped was Boomerang, right? With Zach. Yeah. Um, so how did that, like, how did that come about? Was it kind of the sort of thing where you guys just messing around and like yeah, kind of came up? Um, this guy, this producer from LA, he just sent me a beat pack. This was like before I even put out any music. I was just okay. like, I think I posted on my, my Instagram or something. Hey, yeah. like if you're a producer, send me beats to this email. Mm -hmm. And uh, I ended up connecting with this guy. He sent me a beat pack and, Zach happened to be at my crib and we were just like chilling one day and I put the beat on and we literally just kind of like made that song up in like 15, 20 minutes, just like oh, wow. messed around with it. And then I played it for my boys and they were just like, yo, I actually don't mind this, it's fire, you know? <laughs> so I was like, all right, let's put it out. So we just put it out and then, I don't know, I think that song's like, it did pretty good. Like a million streams or yeah, a million really plus good. or something like that. Yeah, no, but. crazy. It's a good little summer vibe, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's just like stupid shit, but whatever. Uh, what would you say the the hardest part is of the, the creative process? So just going from making e making a single to making an EP. Um, you said it comes naturally, but there's got to be... I think, like, the hardest thing about being a creative is just, like, 
being like a battle with yourself. Mm-hmm. I always compare it to the restaurant business because that's all I knew, you know, because it's different. You know, when you work a nine to five or you work in a restaurant or a, a everyday job, mm-hmm. if you need to get work done, you just show up to work and you just go to work. Yeah. yeah. You know, I could wake up and say, oh, fuck, I, I really want to get work done today. I want to bang out a few songs. But if you just can't, if you're just not mentally there, mm-hmm. even though you want to work, doesn't necessarily mean that shit's going to flow. You know, so just like kind of making that transition from working in a job where it's like manual, like labor every day, where it's like, you know, getting work done is like physically going to work and like just getting shit done versus mm-hmm. like now it's like you're kind of forced to create, you know, mm-hmm. and if you're not necessarily in that mindset, that's where it can be the most difficult. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being like a mu- being a musician, I mean, at least for me now, because I'm still very, very early on and I haven't really worked with a lot of other artists or like collaborate, collaborated with other people and stuff. It's a very lonely industry. Um, as much as like people are around you and like constantly, you know, saying the things you want to hear or supporting you, it's hard to know if it's always genuine and stuff yeah, like yeah. that, you know? And, um, it's crazy. You know, I've, I used to have for sure before I started all this, like YouTube or music, or anything, I had a way bigger circle of friends mm-hmm. than I do now. You find all your real friends are at the, Yeah. yeah things true. just change quickly and you don't really see it coming. It just happens, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it's, it's been a blessing in a lot of ways too. You know, there's been a lot of amazing things that have, that have come from it. Um, but at the same time, it's, it's been difficult, you know. Getting into kind of like the clothing line you just uh, you just dropped, uh, Trinity Air Pale. Um, I mean, I know you coordinated it with your track Far From Home, that your latest single there. Um, what was kind of the inspiration behind uh, kind of the brand? And do you plan on releasing anything, uh, any new designs or anything yeah. similar in the future? Um, I mean, clothing, obviously, as I'm sure most people who follow me know, is always been yeah. like a passion of mine, my brother. And it's like, oh, my whole family group are pretty much like, that's what we love to do is just talk about gear. Yeah, no, I'm definitely planning on working on on more designs. I got like three more designs that uh, I'm pretty much ready to roll out for the summer. Um, In terms of like inspiration, again, it's like, it kind of, it's work goes hand in hand with how my music's created. It kind of just happens. You don't really like think think about about it. it. It's just like, you'll kind of see something and it'll Mm. spark an idea and be like, oh, okay. Then you kind of play around with it. Then one idea sort of leads you to the next and the next and the next. I can't really like give you an exact... Like a step-by-step. Yeah, step-by-step and how it came to be. Okay. Far from home, obviously. Um, It being Trinity Air, that had to do with the fact that the song was about someone that moved away from where I was. Okay. Sad love story. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, um, you know, so it was kind of like airline-inspired, you know. But um, everything that I do with clothing um, I've made it a point where like I don't want to become someone who's just like creating merch many people that so are doing that yeah, you know and like true. I mean no offense to a lot of other people but like a lot of the, like the merch that I see is just like I don't I don't want to make a shirt that says like Levi Bentley across it mm. you know where like a yeah. lot of people are just kind of like doing merch with their name across I don't know I'm just I want to do something that has a little bit more substance to it something mm. that either has like a message that goes with it or something that when they put it on, they can be like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm not supporting it just because of the way it looks, but yeah. like, I feel a certain way when I put this on. Like I, I fuck with like what he's trying to do, what he's trying to say through the message that he's creating with this piece or whatever it is that I'm, that I'm doing, to do. you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. So 
that's sort of like my direction with clothing. It's still early stages. Everything's very early stages right now. So yeah. Great. Who, uh, if you don't mind, you want to shout it like who uh, helped you create, did it, had, did you have anybody help you create the design for it? Yeah. Uh, my boy, um, Michael James okay. from New York. I linked up with him through Instagram randomly. Actually, I just posted that I was looking for graphic designers and I ended up finding this kid. He was like super talented mm. and uh, he's actually helped me design all of my merch stuff up until this point. Actually, no, my last two merch, my last two clothing drops, he's the one that designed them. But moving forward, he's mm. also going to be helping me with like a bunch of the other stuff. He's super talented, super yeah. amazing guy, humble. If you're watching this right now, shout out Michael, because yeah, he's been killing it for me so far. So a big highlight for you recently was going down to New York and seeing uh, your ad for the uh, secrets with yeah. the Leo. Yeah. What was like? What was that like for the first time seeing that up on? Uh, Times Square and does it motivate you to want to get back in the studio right away and just you know what's so so funny is that like I'm gonna like shift that question a little bit because when shit like that happens you don't expect it 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 it's crazy because like you know when I first started making music my goal was just to put out like one or two songs I was like I'm just gonna put out a couple songs and I just want them to be listenable you know I just I just want to put it out and like it, people not like, Feelers. like people not be like oh my god this is awful you know mm-hmm. I just wanted to put some shit out that people would be like oh it's okay you know and that, that was just my goal was just mm-hmm. like to have fun with it and then next thing you know I put music out and it starts doing more and more streams and I thought it was going to things sort of take off a lot quicker and it's just crazy to see how quickly your goals can change like as you reach them they just change again then you want mm-hmm. more you want more you want more so the billboard thing like as it happened it kind of just happened really unexpectedly and Big shout out to Leo because he's the one that like made it happen and stuff. Um, but yeah, obviously, you know, like going to New York and seeing yourself on a billboard, like I just, first off, like even imagining myself yes, yeah. making music and like doing the numbers that my stuff's doing right now with like mm-hmm. no promo and like no cosigns, no nothing is already like a huge blessing. But then to go to New York and obviously see, you know, your face on a billboard is like extremely humbling, you know? Um, but at the same time, like I'm not trying to sound like cocky, but it's like, you know, I just like, you have goals like you know you 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 envision yourself doing certain things and like you manifest it and then like it happens you know so like you're surprised but then at the same time you're not you know because like you you envisioned it and you saw it happening so um as much as like i was surprised it's like at the same time like you're not but i don't mean that in like a yeah yeah you know what i'm saying yeah i know what you're saying you know you've you've put out a few music videos for entourage change and uh while you back with your like you're obviously you're pretty much in front of the camera a lot did you have um, were you, did you feel comfortable kind of filming music videos or was that kind First of a music video? I was fucking nervous. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can imagine. Like, it's pretty, I was very nervous. Yeah. Um, was that for Entourage the first for one? Entourage, yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, I had no idea because yo, when you're, when you're creating content and you're always the one manning the camera or I'm mm. working with someone who like, I'm still manning the camera, even though he's shooting, like right. it's still, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I still, mm-hmm. I'm, I've, always been very hands-on like in control of like everything that's being filmed what i'm saying what i'm doing like i'm picturing the whole editing process so when i shot my first music video it was the first time where i stepped in front of a camera and i felt like i had no control Mm -hmm. so i was just felt like i was thrown into a position where like i had no idea how it goes i was like i just i didn't know like what to expect even you know Mm -hmm. but then after like the first 10 minutes first 15 minutes i was like okay it's just it's easy you know I'm actually shooting a music video tomorrow with Maz and uh, okay. that'll be my next video that's coming out. But it kind of just, 
it was nervous. I was nervous at first, but it just like yeah. went away after, you know? Yeah. Was it last summer? Yeah, last summer I had to do a best man speech Oh, my best friend's wedding. Okay. Holy fuck. <laughs> That's nerve-wracking. Was it a big wedding? Was that? Was it a big wedding? It was like at least like a few hundred people. That shit has just always like terrified me, you know? And I had to get up in front of all these people. It was like all old people shit too, you know? Like, <laughs> you gotta be like funny, but then like you gotta also kind of be like making fun line, of the groom. Yeah. You can't do it too much and like... I remember just like some people came up to me after and were like, yo, that was pretty aggressive. Because <laughs> oh. I ripped into him pretty hard. Oh, like, shit. Honestly, I, it, yeah, it's going back to what you said. I get nervous, but it's always like that lead up until mm. you're there. And then once you're there and then like once the lights are on you or like once the camera's on, it kind of mm. just goes away. Uh, so just to end off, what's next for Levi? Just n- new so, music dropping? So, yes, uh, dropping a project in June. Okay. It's tied, uh, well, I guess I can, I don't know if I can release the title name but oh yeah i'll say it now it's called the yes chef the reason why i've decided to call it that is because well first and foremost you know like if it wasn't for my parents or you know what my father taught me specifically like through working with him just none of this shit that i'm even doing musically would be possible you know Mm -hmm. just because everything that he's instilled into my mind in terms of like work ethic pushing through um overcoming difficulties like just instilling like a mindset into my head where it's just like you just work hard just yeah. work hard just get it done mm-hmm. no excuses no, no time to for small talk just get it done no procrastinating yeah. and that's really sort of what this how this project came to be because you know when you're when you're an artist you can easily just fuck off and just like <laughs> yeah. not just like yeah. you know you don't yeah. no one's forcing you to get up and go record you yeah. know it's really just on your own terms like mm-hmm. what you're gonna get out of it is what you put in and so when we, when I was growing up and working in the restaurant there was this whole mentality that I was always taught and that we would always um, teach our staff was called like the yes chef mentality okay which was when you're given an instruction there's just no time for questions no please no time for thank you it's just yes you just answer yes so that's sort of my mindset like going into anything when i whether it's through creating clothing whether it's through creating videos whether it's through creating music is just if you have a task or you have something you got to do you get it done no matter what and um i think that that just goes hand in hand a lot with how this project came to be you know like i have a lot of shit going on like you know trying to create video Mm. uh content trying to create clothing yeah create your own music it's a lot it's a lot on like you know and i don't really have a big team like you know what i mean like it's really just me and like a couple of my close friends that are doing this so Mm -hmm. trying to take all of it on and do all of it yourself um with the help of just you know a few of my friends is a lot of work and if it wasn't for like that mentality that was instilled into my brain from the time i was young just none of this would have been possible Mm. so i just felt like i really owed it to that to to call this album that Thank you. Say it. Yeah, I appreciate yes, it. Yes, chef. June 14th. Don't fuck around. Don't sleep on it. Guys, trust me. It's over. Fuck you, bro. My heart's going so crazy right now, yo. Yo, yeah, yo. Yo, yo, link a salmon, fam. <laughs> <laughs>